Welcome to Total Retail Talks, your podcast channel for retail knowledge. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Talks. I'm Joe Keenan, the Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail. I'm joined on today's episode by Monica Regali, who is the Vice President Global Brand at Jansport. Monica and I are going to be discussing uh, Jansport's efforts in attracting Gen Z shoppers um, and how kind of their product factors into that as well as it looks to attract and retain Gen Z customers. Uh, We're going to talk also a little bit about its um, plans for the new year. So I want to take the opportunity to thank Monica Vergali for joining me on the show. Welcome, Monica. Hi, Joe. It's really great to be with you. So let's get us started by telling the audience a little bit about the Jansport brand. Um, I think probably most are, are familiar with it, but I just in case some aren't, uh, can you give us a quick overview? I sure can. Uh, so yes, you're right. Most people have either owned a Jansport or bought a Jansport as a gift or seen a lot of their friends around campus, around town in a Jansport. We have something like 90% brand awareness, and that's a pretty good spot to be in as a brand. We are America's number one backpack, and the Jansport brand has been making packs in one way or another, in one form or another, since 1967. So Jansport has a long history and really rich heritage in making, you know, top of the line, super durable, really um, aesthetically unique, uh, backpacks for more than 50 years. And we're we're kind of a household name in the backpack category, but also just as a brand. Um, we really resonate with young people. And uh, yeah, I, I probably, I think I have the best job in the world, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. And I, I know that, you know, certainly when I think of Jansport, to your point, backpacks are the first product that comes to mind. I mean, that re- you resonate with younger consumers, which we're going to talk about. Um, one quick other follow-up on the initial question. I think it's all also helpful for the audience just to learn a little bit more about the guests. So can you tell us a little bit about your professional background and your current role at Jansport, Monica? Absolutely. So right now I lead the Jansport brand globally. So I oversee our marketing team, our product creation team, and our merchandising team. And uh, we have a visible presence in the United States, but we've also just launched in Europe. So I've got regional um, teams as well that I check in with from time to time to really trying to manage that Jansport brand globally. Um, you know, before Jansport, I worked for brands like Nike. I was at Nike for over a decade where I really kind of earned my stripes as a uh, as a marketer. And I also worked for Fox Sports for a while. I'm, I'm, you know, being in the sports industry and, and really, um, you know, coming up through sports has really been a kind of a pinnacle of, of how I go to market and how I look at marketing in general. Kind of that athlete marketing really made an impression on me. And I've kind of brought some of those tenants, some of those learnings into my current job at Jansport. Yep, that's great. And, uh, and obviously it gives you a lot of experience to... Uh, rely upon them, you know, we're going to tap into some of that knowledge in today's conversation. So as I noted in the beginning, I want to talk a little bit about the, the Jansport customer, um, and in particular, uh, uh, the Gen Z consumer and how they really fit into the mix for Jansport when you think about acquisition. Can you can you kind of address that, Monica? Absolutely. So at Jansport, we are, we are really, really focused on youth culture 
and on student culture, because the majority of uh, people who buy Jansport backpacks are usually buying them uh, for school use. So we, we take a look at, you know, who's in school right now. And, and that's kind of been a focus really every, you know, since Jansport was was originated back in the 60s, and we've made products and we've made uh, Jansport packs mainly for students. So right now the student population is Gen Z. So we get we get really focused on a 14 to 22 year old consumer and, you know, try to understand what that person going through their youth and going through, you know, school, whether it's middle school, high school, college, you know, what they need. So we spend a lot of time understanding the needs of that kind of 14 to 22 year old. And we try to craft Jansport's voice, marketing voice, to speak to kind of the sweet spot of that age range, which is like 16, 17, 18. So we do a lot of consumer research. We do a lot of um, social listening. We take a look at a trend, you know, at the macro level, also at the very, you know, micro level as well. We try and understand, you know, what Gen Z is, is you know, listening to, the content that they're absorbing, their consumer behavior, and really try to get focused, you know, on speaking to them in a, in a hyper-relevant and authentic way. So yeah, we're we're pretty focused on on that on that age range. That'll change obviously as Gen Z ages up and Generation Alpha, you know, comes up behind Gen Z. But right now, it's really all about understanding the needs of of that Gen Z consumer, and then trying to align with you know with where they are and and culturally, you know, what's relevant to them. Yeah, and I think um, you make. You know, an interesting point about kind of that sweet spot, because you think of the Gen Z and you, you called out kind of 14 to around 21, 22, you know, the, the high school, you know, an early stage high school student um, or a college student, you know, might have a different perspective and, you know, the, how they behave and consume things might be a little different. So um, finding that middle ground where you can kind of address a, a larger segment of that Gen Z audience, is that kind of the idea there, Monica? Really, the idea is that every, you know, 13, 14, 15 year old kind of wants to be older. That's just, that's one of the, <laughs> the human condition, right? Um, but no 16, 17, 18 year old ever wants to be younger. So we feel like if we can be relevant, if we can speak to that 16, 17, 18 and, and into college uh, student, that it'll have a halo effect um, and, it, and it becomes aspirational for a younger student or a younger, a younger person. If we, you know, and, and I'll I'll be transparent, you know, we we kind of got a little young for a while at Jansport, where we were putting out a lot of like playful prints and um, you know things like donut prints and maybe uh, unicorn prints, and that really, um, you know, it skewed a little bit younger for the brand. But there's a whole segment of college students that that we are interested in connecting with, and that we think you know Jansport has some unbelievable product benefits for. And so we, you know, we don't want to alienate that group. We want to, we want to make sure that we're relevant for a student at all stages of their journey. And that's why we, you know, we tend to uh, position the brand with an older student. And it's, it's been amazing in, in how it has translated to younger groups um, and also how relevant we have become to that late high school, early college student. Yep. So you, 
talked about all the, the market research that you're doing as you try to better understand the Gen Z consumer. Um, can you talk about what you're learning from that market research? And that could be across what you're seeing from your own customers at Jansport, but also just non-customers as well as you think about the Gen Z uh, demographic. What are the behaviors you're seeing? And then my second part to the question would be, you know, with that information, how do you then try to cater to that shopper based on their behavior? Yeah, so every brand in the world wants this audience. <laughs> and that's um, that makes it highly competitive. Gen Z is the most connected, diverse, um, enlightened, and, um, and busy <laughs> generation in the history of humanity. So this this consumer that the transport is attempting to connect with has just a lot of things coming at them in their in their daily lives. Um, you know, they're exposed to so much through the social media content that they enjoy through their communities. There's just there's just a lot more information out there now. And, and this generation is hyper connected. They also grew up being exposed, you know, and filtered through social media, sometimes by their parents kind of celebrating them, you know, posting pictures of them like they've been on social. They were born into social media. So what we're seeing, you know, in their behavior is that they really yearn for a simpler time and for a more real and authentic representation of who they are in those channels, uh, particularly on social media. So, you know, we're seeing the rise of, of platforms like Be Real, you know, which is a photo sharing app to share those once a day photos of your real life with friends, as opposed to sharing that sort of curated, you know, 60 second, hyper edited, filtered, beautiful representation of yourself. They really want, they want authenticity. And that's, that's kind of, that's where Jansport's been able to connect because we, Jansport's has never been anything other than who we really are. <laughs> you know, we were, um, we started out as an outdoor brand, you know, making backpacks for mountain climbers and you know, technical packs for, for um, you know, outdoor folks. And, and then we've evolved into this backpack that is hyper durable, that people can count on, doesn't break down on you. It's it's real. We are real. And we've never tried to be anything other than, than who we really are as a brand. So we're kind of finding that, um, we're finding that connection with Gen Z, you know, mostly because they're, they're really craving that authenticity that Jansport brings. So you talk about one of the ways that you're connecting with the, the Gen Z consumers through content and marketing messaging. Um, the other piece, and you alluded to there at the end of your answer, is, is the product itself. So can you talk about how product factors into the equation when trying to uh, attract and, and, and retain that Gen Z customer? Yeah, it's, it's really super important. And I think I, I said earlier in our chat, Joe, that um, you know, we, we went through a period at Jansport where we were kind of making you know, more younger, playful prints and, you know, the product just wasn't resonating with that broader audience that we're trying to reach. Our product is our calling card <laughs> to young people, and it, we have to offer something that's relevant to really to everyone. We consider ourselves a brand for everyone, but we're starting to, to lean into things that, um, you know, that the students really have been asking us for, you know, make sure we've, we've got water bottle pockets, you know, make sure that we've got laptop sleeves, you know, comfortable straps. Um, we, we've evolved our product line to 
um, to become more sustainable. So our, our audience, Gen Z in particular, is really dialed in to you know, where the planet is going. And, and they pay attention to brands who are trying to put less waste out into the environment and who really are trying to do better when it comes to sustainable practices. And so I'm really proud to say eight out of 10 of our bags are now made from post-consumer recycled uh, plastics. So we use a material, a body material on 85% of our bags that comes from recycled plastics. Uh, it's still hyper durable, still, you know, uh, stands up. It's still, you know, water resistant, but it's also recycled. And, you know, that's something that that's an innovation that we're really proud to bring to this generation and to everyone. And, and basically it's, it's kind of table stakes now with, with Gen Z there, they are voting with their wallet <laughs> and they're, you know, they're telling brands you're going to have to do better. And, you know, we answered that call. It's not just for Gen Z though. It's also internally, we have a commitment to, to, uh, to being more sustainable. And we work, uh, we work really, really hard on lightening our footprint on the planet. Yeah. And that's a, a, a great effort and uh, a great example of how you think about that in terms of product as well. Uh, you mentioned sort of the evolution of the product features um, and how that's a lot of times based on the feedback you're collecting from your customers. Tell us a little bit about the different ways that Jansport is going about getting that feedback from its customers. And that can be both through engaging them through content, but also as we talked about the product itself. Tell us a little bit about that feedback mechanism. Absolutely. It's, it means everything to us. So one thing we we understand about this generation, uh, about Gen Z, is you know they they don't really want to hear about Jansport. You know they they don't really want to know <laughs> who we think we are. You know why should they care? They're much more interested in kind of what their own daily experience looks like and kind of the the um, needs and benefits of of their daily lives. And and that's understandable. You know they're in the process of kind of building their own brand and, and, and crafting their own own way through through life in their youth. So we listen to them and we, we don't try and tell them who we are. We really try and give them a platform to to flex who they are. So yeah, so we're, we're we've got some things you know in in development around um, some of the trends around like wanting more soft product, um, you know, something that's cozier, something that lends, uh, you know, a little bit of comfort during the day. So some materials that that feel um, soft to the touch that are maybe a little bit slouchier. Maybe you could even use a Jansport pack, you know, in the future, um, maybe as a pillow, <laughs> you know, to take to do a little self care. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're we're seeing we're seeing trends in consumer behaviors around taking care of oneself and having products that that meet that need. So how do we get that feedback? Um, we, we do do a lot of consumer research. We hire outside firms to talk, to, to bring back insights from our core consumer. We also, you know, we get thousands and thousands of reviews on our products both on jansport.com and from Amazon. So we we scrape those reviews. We, we you know, document them and really listen to, to what consumers say about the product and you know the experience they're having with our product. But that that outside research that that we you know that we do, it means a lot. It brings back a lot of insights for future planning. We've also got, you know, thirdly, this sort of inside think tank. It's our our graphics and trend team. And they kind of look at those macro trends that that you know are maybe going to be affecting consumer behavior. 
a year and a half down the road, two years down the road. And they kind of bring those into our go-to-market planning so we can understand maybe, you know, where the consumer is going to be vibing, you know, on certain colors or patterns or maybe even some macro trends like uh, the economy or, you know, gender fluidity, things like that. We try to bring those insights into our process and then create and even sometimes co-create with our consumer to make the most relevant products we can and bring it to yeah. market. Yeah. And I imagine that information as you collect it, it's, it's not just um, contained within your team. This is shared with others within the organization, you know, I'm thinking product and merchant teams, you know, the, the, the value of um, sharing this, you know, valuable customer feedback across the organization. Uh, really valuable. And, and that's one of the reasons um, my job was created because we yeah. used to have, we used to have a head of product head of merchandising, head of marketing. Now we have one person overseeing all three groups and that's really allowed us to collaborate in a much more effective way. Some of the insights that we're getting from the product team are absolutely brought into um, the marketing team and we're allowed to talk, you know, we're enabled with that information to talk about that to the consumer. And one example I'll give you is um, uh, one of our product creation managers brought an idea to the table like two years ago. They they had a family member who is in a wheelchair and couldn't really find a, a backpack or a bag or a carry solution for all her things while she was in her wheelchair. She kind of had to adapt it herself. And so we started working with um, you know, people in wheelchairs and asking them, what do you need? You know, what, <laughs> what kind of buckles would be, would work for you? You know, where, where would you place a specialized uh, bag on your wheelchair? And we looked at, um, you know, numerous different types of wheelchairs, um, talked to the community, kind of got to know the community and started building. And uh, in, you know, uh, we're, we're about to launch the probably one of the most important products we've ever launched uh, at Jansport. And that is an adaptive wheelchair pack that is designed specifically for people in wheelchairs. And we're, we're really stoked on that idea. And we've, we've gotten already some just great feedback from the uh, disabled community. And um, yeah, we're really excited to bring this product to market. Yeah, it's actually a perfect segue into what I wanted to ask next, Monica, in terms of you know, this adaptive collection that you're bringing to market is something that's going to be new for the for Jansport in 2023. Are there other growth opportunities, growth areas that you're targeting for the brand next year? Yes. So we're starting to really kind of lean into um, bags outside of, that, that work kind of outside of just the school experience. So you're going to be seeing more from us in the way of um, like smaller packs, we, we call it our half pint, which is like a mini version of our right pack, our iconic right pack backpack, um, more cross bodies. So just, you know, bags for people who are maybe headed to the music festival or, you know, going on spring break or just want a small bag to carry. Maybe they're going out at night. They don't want a big backpack. So you'll be seeing more of that from Jansport. We're also looking at some, some materials, thing, you know, things like a lot of material you know, trends are coming back from the early 2000s and late 1990s. Corduroy is, is big right now. So we're looking at some of those softer, cozier materials. They're really trending with Gen Z. Um, and then we've got a pretty, pretty amazing collection. I can't talk too much about it, but it is tailored for the college student who, 
you know, is, is on the go from morning until night and has to carry everything with them in their pack. You know, they've got a clip on their water bottle and they, you know, maybe they, you know, got to tie their shoes onto a part of it or need compression in the pack. So we're, we're developing, you know, some solutions for that college student that maybe goes to class and then goes to work and then goes to the gym and then gets back to their dorm. So yeah, lots of exciting yeah. things in the pipeline. No, it's, it's definitely something to look forward to from Jan Sport in 2023. My final question, when I have, you know, guests like you, Monica, on the show that are, that are really industry experts, I'd like to get, you know, we've talked, you know, solely about Jansport. I want to get more of an industry-wide perspective from you on what you believe the, the opportunities will be for, um, for retailers in 2023 and brands like Jansport, um, maybe their challenges that you think are still going to be carrying over. What, what are your thoughts more on a, a holistic perspective in terms of challenges and opportunities for, for retailers and brands in 2023? Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting question. And I think it's going to be a very up and down kind of volatile year. There's still so many unknowns about the economy. You know, you we're seeing indicators that are really positive for the economy. And then we're also seeing some consumer behavior pull back on spending in some sectors. So it's a it's it's an interesting time. I think if you know to win in in 2023 the, you know, the retailer or, or the brand really needs to keep an eye on value and delivering value to consumers. Uh, what does that mean? Value doesn't necessarily mean, you know, price, price. It means offering a product that lasts, that, you know, offers, you know, more than just the obvious <laughs> that maybe offers things like a return policy or a warranty. We, we offer, a, a very solid limited lifetime warranty that if something breaks on one of our bags, you can return it and we'll repair it for free and get it right back to you. So I think I think things like that offer value to consumers and th they don't just want to buy more things, especially young consumers. They want to buy something that lasts and they're starting to look toward brands that are timeless and that have a heritage and a reputation for um, not only authenticity, but also lasting and being a durable kind of um, stalwart in their, you know, in their toolkit. So yeah, I think Jansport fits that bill, but I think, I think it's going to be about value, about, um, you know, durability and about really servicing a consumer in a way that is more than just kind of a one-off transaction. Yep. And I think, you're doing a great job already, and you've got the momentum started to 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 you know meet some of those um, trends in 2023. The work that you've done at Jansport already. So I want to take the opportunity to thank Monica Regali, the Vice President Global Brand at Jansport, for joining us on this episode of Total Retail Talks. Thank you, Monica. Joe, it's really been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Talks.